Welcome to Money Talks with me, Gerald, and Mr. G. Mwandiambira. And this is a special podcast because today we'll be covering um topic of money from a Christian perspective, a believer's perspective. And we're going to be using the Word of God to guide us and to enlighten us in terms of our personal finances in this particular podcast, which I've entitled The Ten Commandments of Personal Finance. Now, because we are going into a topic that is spiritual, we need to call upon our Creator to bless this particular podcast that we may be able to change lives and free our fellow brothers and sisters from the bondage of debt by starting to understand this thing which is called money we ask you lord that as we share in your word and as we share in the knowledge which we will be imparting each other at this time lord father god may we allow ourselves to um, let all form a knowledge of this thing we thought we understood called money Um, to pass may we allow your holy spirit to take control of this particular podcast and lead us in how we ought to understand the knowledge of money lord father god we come before you knowing that you're the creator of the heavens and the earth you're the one who created silver and gold the one who provides for each and every one of our needs according to your glory enriches through christ jesus you are the one who calls us by name and said that whatever things you desire when you pray believe that you receive and you shall have them so lord father god as we believe and want to receive control over our finances lord father god may we also come before you with humility and allow ourselves to be humble by your throne and allow you lord father god to give us the knowledge that we require to enlarge our territory that we may trample over the snakes and scorpions that we call debt which are consuming our lives and preventing us from fully serving you as brothers and sisters in christ for you require us to go out to all nations making disciples of men and baptizing them in the name of the father the son and the holy ghost and this is not possible if we are under the bondage of finances so lord father god break us free from the chains of mammon and allow us to be in control of our finances and allow your holy spirit and your word to lead us in how we manage our money So as we start this particular podcast, we want to really thank God for our lives and thank our God for this opportunity for us to even be discussing this difficult topic of finances. Now, financial planning is understood in the secular world as simply being able to plan your finances that you can live. Now, financial plan is essential to achieve your short-term and long-term goals and Our short-term and long-term goals really should be ordered by God for the steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. And according to Proverbs 21.15, the plans of the diligent lead to profit and surely haste leads to poverty. Now, it means that we ought to take our time in terms of understanding this thing called money. We ought to understand that with hard work, we can accomplish whatever we desire as long as we have a plan. So the first commandment of our of of financial planning is for us to understand that we need to put god first proverbs 24 20 12 
um, instructs us that put your outdoor work in order and get your fields ready and after that build your home so again it's showing us that in the kingdom of god there is order and we need to apply order in how we manage our finances and making a plan will not happen overnight so we need to set um, reasonable priorities and goals so that we can we can gradually work towards achieving that, those goals and yes i know it's hard to address all the drama of our finances at one go but we have now chosen to apply god's lens and god's spirit to lead us in managing our finances so we need to start understanding that money is uh, a tool a tool that is designed to be mastered just like you can learn to use a hammer and a nail if you do not know how to use the tool you can actually injure yourself now let us learn how we can start being able to use money as our tool now the first thing we also should remember is that proverbs 24 verse 6 tells us for by wise guidance you can wage war and in the abundance of counselors there is victory which means in your finances are you having the counsel of a believing financial planner are you having the counsel of those who understand that the first line item in your budget is to give back to the kingdom by tithing are you understanding um, that the person who's looking after your money are they investing in companies and organizations that respect the word and are not working contrary to the word are you really applying god in your life in terms of not just giving money to any old financial advisor but seeking counsel that is blessed and counsel that is anointed and understands that you and your money are coming from an anointed place and that they should also place it in investments that will please the lord our creator and maker and that's number one consult counsel which is godly and counsel which understands the god you believe in today is their god your god the financial advisor or planner you're using do they call your home their home just like you know ruth um, and naomi made that declaration you need to make sure that the first engagement with your financial planner is uh, is their god your god because if you start there you'll start putting your money on the path of righteousness. Now, a lot of things around finances and money are often considered to be common sense, but it's not always that common so we're going to go through some of the basics now one of the basics of of being able to accumulate wealth over time because the bible did tell us we shall leave an inheritance for our children's children's children which is three generations is that in order to start understanding that you are going to create wealth you need to save more and spend less now, saving money is an it's a very important financial habit because if you cannot save, you will not be able to accumulate um, and put money aside for the future. And for this reason, like a year like this, when people are losing jobs, you need to understand you need to have readily accessible funds for emergencies and times when you need to, you know, engage and use your money. Now, 
if you do not save more than you spend you end up um, having debt and that's the one thing which keeps you and makes you as the bible says a bond servant and a bond servant in biblical times was someone who owed another person money and they had to work as a slave until that money was paid off Now, when you are able to save money, you are now able to really start entering into the realm where you can plan your finances and you can look in the Bible of someone who planned their finances well um, as being Joseph. Um, Joseph had emergency funds and emergency funds are a very prudent strategy in terms of being able to um, plan your finances and be strategic in your finances um, in terms of being able to plan ahead. Now, if we turn to the book of Genesis 41, 34 to 36 in this passage, um, Joseph interprets the Pharaoh's dreams. And in these dreams, um, he spoke about the fat cows grazing by the river, being swallowed up by the skinny cows. And Joseph um, explained that the fat cows were prosperous years and the skinny cows were years of famine which were going to occur in Egypt. So as a result of planning, um, the Pharaoh and who listened to Joseph's wise counsel because he had a counselor who was believing in our God, he was able to avoid and plan for the disaster which followed. And Joseph advised Pharaoh to store this grain in the good years for the harder years. Now, you need to be in that space where you save for the times you have less and such times are often times maybe when you have less due to job loss like a year like this illness or some crisis so emergency funds are ordained and god does instruct us to live a life in which we're able to to save and adopting a habit of saving will give you flexibility you know when you've got savings you can plan better you can live a better life and you can always start avoiding the d word which is debt and <coughs> debt is the thing that will make us you know often even turn away from god because we find no solutions around this mountain which needs to be moved and as proverbs 13 11 tells us um dishonest money swindle dwindles away but whoever gathers money little by little makes it grow now here it's also speaking to financial management and financial planning in terms of saying be honest do not go for shady deals do not go for that tender you know is is not straight it's not proper do not enter relationships for financial purposes because they give you um, that money which dwindles away but whoever gathers money little by little will make it grow. That should be our intention. Continuing to talk about this topic of money, we need to realize we need to track our spending by budgeting. It is far more profitable 
to save money and allocate it um, to investments when you understand where your money is going and what it's going to do when it returns now proverbs 28 verse 19 tells us whoever works hard or whoever works his land will have plenty of bread but he who follows worthless pursuits will have plenty of poverty this is speaking to you budgeting um it is your budget worthless pursuits are you spending your money on consumption going out um designer labels and things which could be classified according to to this particular scripture as worthless pursuits you need to ensure that your money works hard for you so track your spending carefully by budgeting accordingly to your priorities and you need to understand that you should literally almost divide your money into three um and it's basically one third in the ground so one third of your money should be planned as future seed which will grow um one third should be invested i.e should be um in business or working for you actively and one third should be in your possession so you should actually be living off one third of the money you earn one third should be um seed for future and one third should actually be working for you um actively at this particular time so if we start understanding some of these um basics we can start understanding that there there is an ancient way of splitting funds and there are several ways of budgeting to track your expenses then and there's different rules you can have the 30 30 rule or you can create a monthly budget using the 50 30 rule 20 rule now the 50 30 20 rule is a budget by elizabeth warren and it's basically saying 50 percent of your after tax or your net income should be used for your current needs 30 percent of your net income should be for your wants and 20 percent should be saved up and paying off debt now you can choose the way it works f- best for you by sitting down with your wife wise counsel but what we're simply saying is that let's apply rules and start being in control of how we spend our money We need to avoid inflation and um, overspending leads to materialism. Now, overspending also leads to inflation. One of the reasons um, there's this phenomenon in finance called inflation is when you have too much money chasing too few goods. So we need to understand that according to Psalms 128 verse 2, you shall eat the fruit of your effort. You shall be happy. And it shall be well with you now it means that 
you know you you must live within your means and by living within your means you avoid uh, lifestyle inflation now inflation is that scenario when you're just simply um, eroding the value of your own money by spending too much of it at, at any one time and we need to be in control of our finances and understand that fl- inflation needs to be controlled and managed well manage your debt wisely debt the big d word the one which you know ruins families you know um the one which often can even break marriages and um, break up children and parents we saw that in the story of the prodigal son where essentially it was a, a situation where money and greed took control of the child and he decided to leave his parents by taking his inheritance whilst his father was alive and remember an inheritance is actually something which is supposed to be received when you when you pass on which again reminds us that an inheritance is something which is biblical are you planning right now for your the inheritance of your children are you planning to leave them significant assets that they too can actually enjoy in their lives now managing our debt um successfully will allow us to you know really be in control of our finances proverbs 22 verse 7 says the the rich rule the poor and the borrower is slave to the lender now you cannot become a borrower if you don't have debt those who have debt become the borrowers and they are ruled by the rich and they are slaves to their lenders manage your debt wisely pay your bills in time and in full and don't carry high credit card balances you need to realize that all those credit card balances are stuck in what they call revolving credit and revolving credit does what it revolves goes round and round and round perpetually never to end to ensure that you will never be able to leave an inheritance but instead you shall work as a bond servant all the days of your life managing your debt and developing good credit habits are essential for your financial life and you need to really focus and avoid a lot of the common mistakes we make around ending up becoming slaves to debt now we've already started touching on the topic of you know leaving an inheritance but before you can leave an inheritance you need to remember that you're going to go you're going to grow old and you need to understand that you need to have money for the years in which you cannot work um so you need to deposit some money for retirement now it's important again that with your you know biblical and uh, and and um council which understands the word of god you plan for your later hair years for it is not the intention of god for parents to be the burden of their children but for us to really be good stewards of our money and prepare um for the inevitable that ultimately in the future we will grow older and plan for your retirement do you have a retirement savings um are you planning well for your retirement and have you planned to understand the risks that you might face if 
um, situations change and we're already seeing you know the economy changing all the time again um, do you have the wide wise counsel to help you to, uh, to navigate these challenges um, and you can navigate these challenges by diversifying your investments diversifying investments just a fancy way of saying spread your risk don't put all your eggs in one basket you know you need to realize that um, your finances should be spread around and you need to allocate some of your savings um, into what they call investments investments are really things that you put in money which vest over time vest means time so you put in and then vest give it time and then when it's when the time has really passed these investments mature and then they give you back and a return now whether or not you have a financial advisor to guide you or make your own investments just be sure not to put all your eggs in one basket be sure to um, diversify the risk and by saying that you're saying you don't want all your money in cash or all your money in property or if you're doing livestock you don't want one animal if you're going to do livestock spread the risk do cattle do sheep do do chickens um, spread the risk don't put all your eggs in one basket you know um, and Ecclesiastics 11 verse 2 tells us put your investments in several places because you never know what kind of bad luck you're going to have in this world. So there you go. It's in the Bible. Put your investments in several places because you never know what kind of bad luck you're going to have in this world. And bad luck can be the economy changing. Bad luck can be, you know, um, the evolution of money and financial markets go through turbulent times. Um, we went through 2008 financial crisis and now we're really going through the COVID-induced financial crisis and you need to have diversified and part of your diversification also I would say is you know diversify your currency so don't put all your eggs in one currency which is the rand for us here in South Africa. Have US dollar investments, have euro investments. It's possible. Do the things which have allowed the wicked people who rule the world to succeed. They have done that. They diversify. Hence, do the same thing because the riches of the sinners are destined for us, but only if we understand that faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. And part of the faith we are applying right now um, is um, believing in his words to take us into a time when we're good stewards of our money now we mustn't also obsess about money um, TV social media is on and on about finances and that's all it goes on about so you need to maintain a balance in your life that is not based on money or wealth accumulation Proverbs 21 20 precious treasure and oil are in a wise man's dwellings but a foolish man devours it when no one, while no one seeks, no, none of us want to be poor. There is a danger, however, in wanting to be rich as your only thing in life. You know, that you want to be rich and there's nothing else and nothing's going to stop you. Because you need to realize that you need to keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Contentment is another key which will allow you to start which will allow you to start unlocking financial blessings in your life. You first need to start accepting who you are, what you have, and being content, and God will start being able to increase and enlarge your your your, your territory. So 
let's be in that situation where we don't make money the most important thing because when we do that we are idolizing money and actually breaking a commandment because we are equaling money to god god is much greater than money so we need to realize that the scripture says seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you doesn't say seek ye first money and its power says seek ye first the kingdom of god so that's important and it's also important for us to learn increase your knowledge wisdom is a shelter as money is a shelter but the advantage of knowledge is this wisdom preserves those who have it ecclesiastic 7 verse 12 wisdom is a shelter as money is shelter but the advantage of knowledge is this wisdom preserves those who have it learn so by listening to this podcast you are learning but continue to learn because lazy hands make for poverty but diligent hands bring wealth part of learning is having those diligent hands proverbs 10 verse 4 learn about money understand it don't necessarily become a financial planner but understand the basics and you know be in that space where you're able to 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 be in that space where you understand at least the what what your financial planner is doing with your money and you know what a life policy is you know what an offshore investment is you know and finally be ethical you know allocate some of your money into into investments where you know god will be pleased do not invest and i would personally say do not put your eggs into companies which have businesses which are contrary to the word as a believer it is you who is need needs to understand that your money is going into investments that please god you know if we look at the muslim faith they have what they call sharia law and sharia investments are those that are compliant and they don't invest in things which do not up, do not go with their faith and us christians have often been found wanting that we just invest in the stock market but we don't know if we're investing in a company which is promoting child trafficking or making drugs that are harming the earth or hurting people um or a company that you know makes its money out of greed and people's pain and hardship you know it's it's something that is very important you know um and so understand where your money is actually you know being invested be ethical we have that responsibility to others and it means we will not scam we will not steal and we will not be dis- dishonest we will respect other people's property and wastefulness is shameful and we need to realize that Deuteronomy 20 verse 19 says destruction is only forbidden when it is without purpose so for example only trees which you do not know yield food may be destroyed we should not borrow anything without permission according to leviticus verse 5 leviticus 5 23 he must return the stolen article the withheld funds and the article is left for safekeeping the found article so be ethical i think this is an important one and ethical investment ethical wealth creation ethical inheritances can only be done by observing the first one where you have ethical counsel and this is the biggest challenge to ministries out there to believers out there the, the are you blessing financial 
planning professionals who believe in your God? Are you allowing that money to create kingdom wealth? Or are you simply saying that whoever makes the most is the one you will work with, not realizing that sometimes you're actually seeding poison into your money which will allow you to lose it eventually? And be charitable with your money. Give. You need to give. According to Jewish law, it's forbidden to impoverish one's wealth by distribution of all of one's wealth to charity. However, one can leave one third of his estate to charity in their will. Now, what are we saying? We're basically saying, you know, God wants us to give. And giving is not just by giving into ministry and to God, 10%, which is your tithe. It's also about giving to the less fortunate because remember, these are the people who God said um, we should bless the widows, the orphans. Um, in your financial plan, how are you um, looking after the, 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 the fatherless? How are you looking after the widows? Are you sowing into their lives? Because again, these are some of the financial nuggets which we need to start applying as believers so yes it's been a mouthful but really it's it's just my first attempt at trying to apply the word in, in a podcast and and being true to who i am and i will be true to believers who want us to work together to create wealth in the kingdom for the kingdom by the kingdom and we will collect what god has blessed us with to enlarge our territory and to go forth to all nations making disciples of men and baptizing them in the name of the father the son and the holy ghost and we will be ethical with our finances we will ensure that we invest only in companies and places that god will be well pleased if he were to be your financial planner for social media keep in touch with me it's at ask gerald cfp at ask gerald cfp on twitter or simply ask gerald.co.za ask gerald.co.za may may the god of abraham bless you and may he enlarge your territory and may you be a good steward of your finances and may you have learned something new around managing your money from this podcast amen no matter what may come my way, God, thank you to me. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. No matter what you go through, His grace and mercy do it for me. He loves you.